come to the end of yourself, what do you find there? Hi, my name is Aris Lawless, and welcome to Sage Talk. In today's episode, Al Henson and Paul Lawler are sharing from their hearts about what they discovered when they reached the point of brokenness. They're also walking us through the life of the Apostle Paul, who reached the end of himself and found Christ in a personal and deeper way. Al and Paul have over 75 years of pastoring between them, and they've spent decades walking among the nations, ministering to the persecuted church and the least of these. Let's join them as they shepherd the hearts of faithful servants and Christian leaders in today's edition of Sage Talk. Hi, I'm Paul Lawler. I'm with Al Henson, founder of the Compassionate Hope Foundation, and this is Sage Talk. Al, today uh, we've gotten some feedback from some of our focus groups uh, that they'd like us to give a little more understanding around this topic of brokenness. Uh, which we've had the privilege of journeying in the last couple of weeks. And, and Al, I'm going to open up with um, something that's a little personal, in fact, mm-hmm. very personal, a part of my own journey. I know that I, I shared um, a, a story out of experiencing initial brokenness just with something we navigated as a family. But, but probably, if I'm honest, the most significant season of, that was pivotal in my, in my life in dealing with or shall we say, experiencing the gift of brokenness was early in my ministry. Uh, we planted a church in mm. uh, a very fast-growing uh, city in uh, the southeastern portion of the United States. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a young man who's I'm relatively fresh out of seminary. I'm, I'm reading books on church growth. I'm I'm going to conferences and mm-hmm. listening to speakers share about how rapidly their church is growing. I'm, I'm seeing new models and, and methodologies in ministry. And um, if I'm honest, mm-hmm. um, as I look back, um, it, was, it was my pride mm-hmm. that locked into those trend lines and potential trajectories of what could happen in a local church. And I, I began coming back to that church that I was planting and visioning something grand and grandiose. Architects drew up renderings of polished buildings. Um, but what began happening in my soul over the last, or the next 24, really 24, 36 months, hmm. As I began growing emptier, mm. desperate, mm. and to a place where, as the church is not developing the way that I had envisioned it, and I would find myself at times going into our little walk in closet off our bedroom and laying on the laundry. Mm. And crying out to God, God, you've got to do something. I'm dying here. Uh, wow. And if you don't do something, I don't know that I can even hang in here. Mm. And I, I began, uh, and the secret places of my heart began drifting from my call. Um, there were sins that were cropping up in my life, pride, lust, mm. And I just as 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 I'm going through this inner turmoil 
um, I, I remember going to a meeting in which I, I, there was a, a, a prayer warrior. She called herself an intercessor, but at the time I didn't know what an intercessor was. But I knew this lady prayed a lot, and we were acquaintances. And I, she said, Paul, how are you? And I, hmm. I didn't know that this was somebody that was praying for me, that God in his sovereignty had touched this lady's life to begin interceding for this uh, church plant pastor. And I, I, I called her by name, and I said, when she said, how are you? I said, I don't even know if I'll be in the ministry this time wow. next week. Wow. And she reached up and did the most unorthodox thing. She grabbed my face, hands on both my cheeks, mm. and she began to slap me with one hand, just like this. Hard or gentle? <laughs> well, hard enough to get my attention, but not, not in a in – a, not anyway – and she's, while she's slapping me, she says, I'm so happy for you, pop, pop, pop. God is breaking you, and and I, you just need to know that the best is yet to come. And she's, and I, I'm as confused as I just look at her like, what planet are you from? <laughs> to make a long story short, um, I found myself in a circumstance within a matter of months where some dear friends had invited me to into a church conference that wasn't about church growth. It was just about knowing Christ uh, amen. and experiencing Christ. The afternoon before I uh, went to that conference, I sat on a beach down uh, on the panhandle of Florida, and that, ha- that conference happened to be in that area. And I, you know, there have been rare times where we, since we really hear the Lord clearly, but I, I, I heard the Lord just drop these words in my spirit. Mm. And um, he said, Paul, I'm, I'm going to take you to deep water, mm. and your life will never be the same, mm-hmm. but you need to trust me. Yeah. And um, that evening, um, through the conference teachers and speakers, uh, God just got a hold of my heart. Mm-hmm. As I said in parts four and five, I'm born again. Mm-hmm. But my pride mm-hmm. had, a, had raised its head, mm-hmm. and I had allowed my flesh to take the lead. But I surrendered. I just, as I said uh, at one part in our series, I waved the white flag <laughs> and I surrendered. Mm-hmm. And I, again, the peace of God, the presence of God, would you say the life of God. When you say ended, would you say that you came to the end? I came to the end of myself. Of yourself. And there you found, found Christ. Christ at a deeper level. You knew yes. him already. Yes. You were teaching about him, preaching yes. about him, but now you found him Absolutely. In experientially in life at a deeper level, at a real heart level you had not known yes. before. And if I may... Al, when I return to the pulpit, I have been controlled by the fear of man. You know, mm. the Scripture says the fear of man's a snare. Yeah. I began to teach the Scriptures clearly. I began to teach the Scriptures boldly. Mm. I, I began to move in a trust and a, a rest in Christ, and the Lord began to produce fruit. Mm-hmm. Which brings us back to something we've said repeatedly in in this segment. Brokenness before Christ is a gift. Mm-hmm. It's a gift. And so I'm aware, we're both aware, that there's much more that the Scriptures have to say about this pattern. And so 
Would you take a few moments and and point us to some of these patterns that we see out of the scriptures? Yeah, Paul, thanks for being um, vulnerable mm. and open and honest. Just you sharing, it's a gift. But uh, as you said, brokenness is a gift from God. Mm. And as we've said in our other podcast, brokenness is an initial work, mm. but is an ever ongoing process. Yes that as it deepens inside of us, it releases through us an ever-widening river mm. of the Spirit of the Lord. I love that. And, and I, don't, I don't want to go in detail about my story. I'm willing to, but you've told yours, but I want to amen yours. Uh, I, I think that there were some initial works of brokenness in my life as early as 21, 22, mm. which led me into um, uh, a life where I laid down my life as I had known it, mm and uh, picked up uh, his life where he says, if you gain your life, you will lose it, but if you lose it for my sake, Amen. then you'll gain it. And I'd been reading Tozier and other books, and but I came into the ministry with a, a lot of internal fear, mm. insecurity. Mm -hmm. yes. I'm an, an A-plus type personality, which mm -hmm. I tended to be a driven leader, mm -hmm. uh, very ambitious. Yes. Uh, honestly, probably somewhat narcissistic, mm -hmm. uh, maybe a lot narcissistic. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I went when I went to study in the seminary, the the vision statement of our school was a champion for Christ. Mm -hmm. And my carnal nature <clears throat> really bought into that. Mm -hmm. But even in those days, I was asking the question and saying, even to my own soul, you need to properly define what success is. That's good, yes. From a biblical perspective, what is mm. success? And I was beginning to define it as success, true success, was transformation mm. into Christ's likeness yes. that allowed me to love God and, and to love others. Mm. But there was the, oh, the carnal side of me that really loved this statement, being a champion for Christ. Nothing wrong with the statement, mm -hmm. but... So I, I can say to, to my brother, sister listening in, you know, we, last time we talked about our legs being out from under yes, us. Yes. And I slowly, as God was revealing, oh, wretched man that I am, at the same time, it was probably 10 to, I would say 20 years of deepening of brokenness and revelation. And we're gonna, we've talked about that, and we're going to come to that mm -hmm. uh, again today. Revelation that the weightier issue was not my wrongness yes, and not my depravity or what made me a spiritual be beggar, but the weightier issue became, oh, I am a son of God. Yeah. I am a prince. I am mm. in Christ. I am righteous. Yes. This new, new, new man, this new creation mm. that I really was. Uh, and if I was giving timelines, I would say mid-40s. Mm. Mm -hmm. at least 20 years in the ministry, that I begin to feel a, a freedom yes. and a release from this old uh, thing, that uh, self that kept trying to beat me down mm -hmm. and the enemy involved in that in condemnation and shame and fear. What I'd like for us to do then, Paul, in answer to this question from our, our, our uh, uh, groups, uh, give us more understanding. Mm -hmm. What I'd like to do, your story's wonderful and my story's wonderful, but it's it's a God story and we're telling it. Yes. But let's go into the scriptures mm -hmm. and let's look at the story of a brother. We're going to look at Saul who became Paul in the New Testament mm. because God tells that story. Yeah. 
And so we absolutely know it's true. Mm. Mm. And I, the process, there's, there are four parts of this story, Paul, that mm-hmm. I want us to talk about. Mm. The, the first part is, is the man Saul. Mm-hmm. And Paul talks about the man Saul very exclusively in Philippians 3. Yes. And then the Damascus Road Saul, who now revelation is coming in, true mm-hmm. revel- revelation prior to that. He knows a lot of the scriptures, but it's never been revelated to him. Mm-hmm. Acts 9. Yes. And then the earlier part, I think, of Paul's ministry, Romans 7, mm-hmm. 24 and 25, when he says uh, – He's crying out, oh, wretched man that I am. Yes. And when you are experiencing brokenness, as mm-hmm. you and I both know, that, that that really begins to scream out inside, oh, wretched man that I am. Yes. How could I have lived such a life? How could I have been so foolish? Mm-hmm. How could I have been so prideful? How could I have been so selfish? Oh, wretched man that I am. But Paul goes on, and who shall deliver me? But I thank God that through the Lord Jesus I shall be delivered. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't – his testimony is not of – of necessarily full deliverance or of significant deliverance. He just knows God will. Yes. Then we come to the fourth area of his transformation life, which I think was more in the latter part, Galatians 2.20, mm. when he says, I am crucified with Christ. Yes. Nevertheless, I live, mm. yet it is not I, mm-hmm. but Christ in me, and I don't frustrate the grace of God. Mm. And what I love about that is that Paul, this old wretched man that he was, yes. now realizes, yes, he needs to day by day continue to allow this old man to be crucified. Mm. But even though he's crucified, he's now alive, yes. living. Yes. <clears throat> uh, I'm crucified with Christ, but nevertheless I live. Mm. So let's back back up, Paul, mm-hmm. and uh, for our brother sister listening, let's just chat about each of these four. Mm-hmm. And there are other times that the Scriptures gives us that Paul was getting revelation. I want every listener to understand again this whole process is a gift from God, yes. and the, the moving forward of the process is, is a matter of one seeking God and finding God as he promised and God giving revelation. Yes. So let's go back to, to chat with us a few moments out of Philippians 3. Who was Paul? Mm-hmm. And let us see this pride and selfishness mm-hmm. and, and religiousness in Paul. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Paul here describes his religious pedigree, if yes. you will, and and he, he shares his whole background of being very religious. What comes to mind um, when I think about that state that Paul was in, religious but not converted, he's, mm. he's like the modern-day person who is in church, mm. but they're not in Christ. Mm-hmm. And so that's the picture that comes to mind. Right. Yeah. And he talks about how that you know, he was a Benjamite of, mm-hmm. of, of the tribe of Benjamin, and uh, he was a, he was a, of the highest of the scribes and, and, and Pharisees. Yes. And how that, in essence, the way I like to view this text is that he thought the kingdom, the way uh, up was up. Mm, uh, so good, yeah. Yes. The way up was up. Yeah. The latter part of Philippians three, he will say, but. Now, now that I've had revelation, this is brokenness. Mm-hmm. Now that I have revelation, it's a beautiful text to read. Mm-hmm. Paul says, now that I have revelation, all of what I valued, yes. what was so important to me, mm-hmm. because I wanted the acceptance of man and the praise of man, yes. but, and, but he didn't realize all the slavery that went mm-hmm. with all of that. Uh, he says, now I count it but dung, That's right. but yes. manure, 
mm. for the excellency of the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. And he, he, I think he's not only giving us a testimony, he's probably giving us some good advice there. Okay, amen. And the advice mm. is, wherever we are, if you're listening to the teachings on brokenness, the, the first thing to do is to begin to to say, I know, I turn from yes. what you have valued, yes. what you've trusted in, mm. and begin to seek God yes. and to seek to know him, and then God will grant revelation. Yeah. Okay, well, let's go to Acts 9. Tell, tell folks what happens in Acts 9 then to Paul. Well, as we know, Paul is on the Damascus Road. We know that, that uh, as Paul's journeying there, that there's a sense in which he becomes blinded, or he does become blinded, and it's almost like the Lord had to blind him mm. uh, to help demonstrate that, Paul, I am the Lord, mm-hmm. and and in your weakness, uh, let me speak to you, allow me to speak to you. It's like the Lord had to demask Paul at Damascus. Right. And so he, Paul experiences a revelation mm-hmm. of Christ, an initial revelation mm-hmm. of Jesus in that place. And he was blinded. Yes. Before he was blinded. Yep. By his his self and mm-hmm. pride and his religion, and mm-hmm. I'm sure people were around Saul. And and if you remember, Saul was uh, was there when Stephen yes was stoned. Yes. Perhaps that was a place of some revelation. Mm. So it wasn't just the the, the Acts nine, but some revelation came yes. there as he saw this man being stoned mm-hmm. with great peace mm-hmm. and looking up into the heavens mm-hmm. and seeing seeing God. So God was bringing Saul revelation, and then Saul, in his heart, experiences brokenness, mm, Yes, and God changes his name, as he did yes. in one of our other podcasts. We talked about Jacob becoming mm-hmm. Israel, uh, and he changes his name then to, mm. uh, uh, to Paul. Amen. And, um, and so uh, what, what I would encourage you to see in this mm. is the love of God. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Saul, the perfect timing of God yes. and the perfect way of God, mm. but I also want you to see the revelation of God, mm-hmm. that Paul had been blinded by himself. Now he's blinded yes. by the, the beauty and the glory mm. and the wonder Amen. of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Now he's in Christ, mm. and he begins to grow and he begins to mature. Mm. Romans 7, then Mm -hmm. uh, Paul cries out, O wretched man that I am. Mm. Um, And so he's really, he's got a strong revelation now of his old self. Yes, and the holiness of God. Yes. yes. And and that's good, Paul, Mm. because Isaiah 6, Mm -hmm. the prophet Isaiah, Mm. uh, when he was in the the Holy of Holies, Mm. God caught him up into the Holy of Holies, he there he as he saw the holiness of God he said mm. woe is me mm. for I'm a man yes of unclean lips mm. and this uh, young prophet then mm-hmm. was launched into becoming the greatest prophet of the Old Testament that came out of a time of revelation mm. and when God revelates Himself glory He also revelates us yes but but if my brother as you're listening or sister when God revelates you. It's a twofold revelation. It's not only a revelation of, oh, wretched man that I am, mm. a revelation of how could I have lived so foolish, so selfishly, so uh, carnally, mm. uh, so un- unwisely. How could I have hurt people so much? Mm. But there's an also 
a coinciding revelation. You were created by me. Yes. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. You're a priceless treasure, mm-hmm. and that's why I love you, mm. and that's why I was I, I came and, and and died on the cross for you, buried and rose again for you. There's a revelation of both sides. When when God is revelating, mm. when the enemy's involved, he's trying to confuse the issue. But when God is revelating, he's revelating the, yes. the purity of that. Mm. Uh, another time, Paul just uh, mentioned uh, uh, about. Uh, um, Another time of Revelation, Second Corinthians twelve, that, mm-hmm. that Paul had. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Remember this, uh, this. Paul talks about this man that was caught up into the third heaven, mm-hmm. and Paul will not even acknowledge it's him, but most everyone believes that it is yes. him. And he says that God revealed things to him mm. that that it's unspeakable almost. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. really believe it's where God revealed to him about. Christ in us, the hope of glory in us in Christ. But this revelation came, and then I want to move to Galatians two twenty. Mm-hmm. Paul is saying, "I am crucified with Christ. Mm. Nevertheless, I live." Yes. So here's a man, a wretched man that I am, needs to be crucified out of my life, mm. and yet now this man is confident, more confident than he's ever been. Mm-hmm. No longer has a sense of his legs chopped out from under him. That's right. And I've watched you, Paul, in your own life, how that after these this time of brokenness, God began to build a man of God confidence. Mm. Not self confidence, but, mm. but God confidence. Mm. And I've and I love listening to you teach the word of God because you teach with such freedom mm. and such an anointing. Mm. I I've been in the church that you pastor and I just see transformation everywhere. Mm. Yeah, thank you, Lord. Yes. And, thank you, uh, Lord. I say, this is not the same. I think they maybe should have changed your name. You know? <laughs> also, I said, this is not the same man. Hmm. Uh, Al, I, thank you. That's that's very kind. Um, but, I, you know, as we share today, I, I think one of the good questions we might ask uh, as we've shared the last three weeks on the topic of brokenness is, where are you? Where are you? Uh, and and I'm speaking to obviously the person listening to mm-hmm. us. Uh, are are you at the place of uh, a Saul, mm-hmm. um, where you're religious but not mm-hmm. awakened? Mm-hmm. That's or, a good question. Are you at the place at Damascus where you know Scripture, but you you haven't experienced revelation? Or are you at the place of Damascus where? Mm. You, you you realize you've been truly blind, but but now you are on the verge of seeing. Right, and there may be more you want to add to that. Yeah, um, I I think if if you're listening and you're saying how 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 yes, this is my simple encouragement. Mm. It's God's encouragement. If you'll seek Him, yes, you'll find Him. Yes, if you seek Him with your whole heart. Mm-hmm. But you cannot seek Him in as a religious. Yes, I've arrived. Mm. Uh, kind of person you have to you have to seek him in honesty and integrity, yes. and 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 ask God, God, please reveal to me mm. you. Mm. Please reveal to me me, mm-hmm. and and may I, I think this is really important. This is where the disciplines mm-hmm. of the Christian life come in. Mm. Uh, I, I think of it in this way: seek God in prayer. Mm. 
Seek God in the study of the Word. Yes. Seek God in prayer with others. Mm -hmm. Seek God in the study of the Word with others. Mm. But all the time that you're seeking God and praying and studying, faith is not passive. Mm -hmm. Love is not passive. You have to be actively obeying God. Yes. And I remember three or four months ago working with a brother that that was reading and gaining a lot. And finally I just said to him, "You you need to just... Take a step of faith and obey. Yes, because he was becoming stagnated. Yeah, yeah, I've seen it too. Uh, and, yeah. But so, so obedience is key. Yes, as you're seeking God mm. through prayer and Bible study and mm-hmm. fellowship with other brothers and sisters, all of these disciplines, mm-hmm. they will bring you near God. Yes, and that revelation will cause you to trust God into brokenness that you receive the grace of God. But all the time, just continue to take steps of obedience, you should ask the question, is there something God is asking me to do? Yes. And I'm not doing it. Yes. Then you're not seeking God. Mm. Because if you're seeking God, you're also obeying God. Mm. Mm. That's such a good word. And, 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 and it's an encouraging word because everybody has an opportunity to be in movement mm-hmm. and move in the gift of brokenness and the blessings of God, the fruit that comes from God as we surrender and move forward in him in obedience. God loves you mm. more than you'll ever dream. Mm. Just listen to a 67-year-old mm. man. Mm. My prayer is, Lord, as we pray, I pray that you would, uh, as Paul would pray, that you would take this brother and this sister that's listening, mm. and I pray that you'd help them to comprehend with all of the saints what is the width and the depth and the height and the breadth of the love of God? Yes. And I pray that you would cause them to, uh, to no longer be afraid of you mm. and of your work of brokenness in their life. Yes, God. And that they would do what Jesus says, that they would just simply, as an act of faith and surrender, mm. cast themselves upon the cornerstone. Mm. And the cornerstone, in a very unique and special way in a, each one's life, will bring about an initial work of brokenness mm-hmm. and an ever-ongoing process. Yes, God. Thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. that you hear our cries for these precious ones mm-hmm. and ourselves too. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, mm-hmm. amen. Amen. Where are you today? Are you religious but not awakened? Are you like the Apostle Paul at the place of Damascus and in need of new sight and revelation? We trust that these past three episodes on brokenness have spoken to your heart and encouraged you to seek God so that He can perform His transforming work in your life. We'd love to hear what God has been doing in your life through these episodes, so send us a message at info at sagetalkpodcast.com and let us know how Sage Talk has challenged you over the last couple of weeks. If you haven't already subscribed to Sage Talk in your favorite podcast app or on our website at sagetalkpodcast.com, Do that today so you don't miss our next episode. Next time, Al and Paul are starting another two-part series on knowing God. Come back soon and join us on Sage Talk for another time of spiritual shepherding, heart-to-heart, and life-to-life.